area of downtown Patterson, a neighborhood filled with hookers and drug dealers, not caddies or butlers. Within 24 hours, police arrested a 22-year-old Hispanic man for the crime. He was in possession of Timmerman's wallet the day after the murder. The police are operating on the safe assumption that Timmerman did not give the wallet to this young man for safekeeping, knowing he was soon to be murdered. This is where I am unfortunately going to enter the picture. The accused cannot afford an attorney, so the court will appoint one for him. I have not handled pro bono work in years, but I'm on the list, and Hatchet is obviously going to stick me with this case. I arrive at the courthouse at 8.30, which is when Hatchet has instructed me to be in his chambers. The arraignment is at 9, and since I haven't even met my client-to-be, I'll have to ask for a postponement. I'll try to get it postponed for fifty years, but I'll probably have to settle for a few days. I'm surprised when I arrive to see Billy Bulldog Cameron, the attorney who runs the public defender's office in Passaic County. I've never had a conversation of more than three sentences with Billy in which he hasn't mentioned that he's overworked and underfunded. Since both these things are true, and since I'm personally underworked and overfunded, I usually nod sympathetically. This time I don't have time to nod because I'm in danger of being late for my meeting with Hatchet. Lawyers who arrive late to Hatchet's chambers are often never heard of or seen again, except for occasional body parts that wash up on the shore. I also don't get to ask Billy what he's doing here. If I'm going to get stuck with his client, then he's off the hook because I'm on it. I hate being on hooks. You're late, says Hatchet, which is technically true by thirty-five seconds. I'm sorry, Your Honor, there was an accident on Market Street, and— He interrupts. You are under the impression that I want to hear a story about your morning drive? Probably not. For the purpose of this meeting, I will do the talking, and you will do the listening, with very few exceptions. I start to say, yes, sir, but don't, because I don't know if that is one of the allowable exceptions. Instead, I just listen. I have an assignment for you, one that you are uniquely qualified to handle. I nod, because if I cringe, it will piss him off. Are you at all familiar with the case before me, the Timmerman murder? Only what I've read in the paper and seen on television. I wish I had more of a connection to the case, like if I were a cousin of the victim, or if I were one of the suspects in the case. It would disqualify me from being involved. Unfortunately, I checked my family tree, and there's not a Timmerman to be found. It would seem to be a straightforward murder case, if such a thing existed, he says, and then chuckles so I assume that what he said passes in hatchet land for a joke. But the victim was a prominent man of great wealth. I nod again. It's sort of nice being in a conversation in which I have no responsibilities. I'm told that you haven't taken any pro bono work in over two years. Another nod from me. I assume you're ready and willing to fulfill your civic responsibilities now? He asks. You may speak. I have to clear my throat from lack of use before responding. <coughs> Actually, Your Honor, my schedule is such that a murder case wouldn't really— He interrupts again. Who said anything about you participating in a murder case? Well, I thought— A lawyer thinking. Now that's a novel concept. You are not being assigned to represent the accused. The public defender's office is handling that. Relief and confusion are fighting for a dominant position in my mind, and I'm actually surprised that confusion is winning. Then why am I here? I've been asked to handle a related matter that is technically before Judge Parker in the probate court. 
He is taken ill, and I said I would do it because of my unfortunate familiarity with you. Are you aware that the victim was very much involved with show dogs? No, I say. While I rescue dogs, I have little or no knowledge of dog shows or breeders. Well, he was, and he had a seven-month-old, apparently a descendant of a champion that his widow and son are fighting over. The animal was not included in the will. This may not be so bad. So, because of my experience with dogs, you want me to help adjudicate it? In a manner of speaking. Glad to help, Your Honor. Civic responsibility is my middle name. I'll remember to include it on the Christmas card. I assume you have a satisfactory place to keep your client? My client? He nods. The dog. You will retain possession of him until the issue is resolved. I'm representing a dog in a custody fight? Is that what you're asking me to do? I wouldn't categorize it as asking.